So, brothers, welcome. <laughs> thank you for having us here today, as um, and thank you for whoever is joining us here today, listening, as uh, we unite around this round table, which is obviously the the intention of this space. And um, yeah, really today, lads or whoever's listening, we're really going to discuss uh, living in abundance. So, uh, about a year ago, myself, Jordan, and Shane uh, jumped into a podcast talking about the tools for abundance and now we have also our beautiful brother Daku who is also alongside us uh, a fellow warrior king magician lover joker on the path uh, living out his mission as well and, and we really seek to broadcast what's true for us in the moment and and yeah and, and really shifting into abundance which has been a profound breakthrough that I've been on over the last year personally and also recently as well so yeah lads welcome thank you my (laughs) so who feels like they want to uh they want to jump in first here so what does abundance mean to you personally and I suppose collectively yeah I'll start beautiful excuse me (laughs) so yeah I want to start with last night I feel last night's at excellent example to start off with so last night our beautiful brother Jordan here we had a let's say a ceremony for him um, where a collective community came together and we basically held space through a said structure and through holding space through that said structure our beautiful brother could come to certain conclusions and resolutions for himself and through coming to those conclusions and resolutions by being heard and the assistance and the different perceptions coming through from the community um, our brother found clarity in ways that words cannot describe. That clarity is like living an abundant life already. And it's realizing the fact that we are in that oasis of sorts. You know what I mean? So my brother, George, do you want to carry on from what you got from last night's ceremony? <sighs> yeah, well, man, it's still, still processing, still integrating because it's just, like I said, so profound that by coming together that you can actually come to these resolutions and understand what's already there within so going along the journey myself was like still trying to piece together okay why am I here what am I doing here on earth what's my overall mission and just by having people there to hold a safe container gave me the ability to be like right I want to help people I want to be in service I don't quite know what but that was the start and you very much helped me, bro. When you said <laughs> Oasis is the name, I was like, oh, my God. You know, and this, this whole fucking revelation just, you know, it's that thing that knows. It's like that heart that goes, yeah, man, Oasis is what it's going to be called. Mm. So, man, it's just so fucking powerful to come together and then have those shoulders to lean on and then just operate from that abundance heart and just carries forth without the rest of your life man i completely agree it's like looking at the part one that us three did now we have our beautiful brother daku joining us as well that part one that we did which i'm sure you listened to a few times as well (laughs) beautiful um we were talking about the exact tools that we would have utilized to get to the certain point of realizing that you are in the oasis of sorts Mm -hmm. and do you guys recall some of the tools that we did actually mention like I can recall what I mentioned, I mentioned four particular virtues mm. and how these four particular virtues come in and actually assist you to um, clearly see 
what it is you're busy with, mm. seeing that deeper mission, that deeper purpose of, well, what is it we're doing here? You know what I mean? Instead of being like blindsided, going in one direction, but going at it, taking action for no good reason. Mm. You know, so those core virtues being firstly prudence, then justice, then fortitude, and then temperance. So last night, my brother, George, so what did prudence mean to you last night? You know, it's, it's funny, man. Like, I actually, I, like, those virtues, they definitely align, but there was, they, they didn't really pop up for me at that point because what was really popping up for me was just generally kindness and service. They were the two virtues that was, like, screaming at me, just, this is what you've got to operate from. So it's it's magnificent that you know each individual is going to be so different in their perspective on what does abundance mean. Mm. How can I operate from an abundant mindset? So yeah, it was funny, man. I mean, if I was to sit with it a bit more, I'm sure I'd definitely be able to find it. But that's kindness and service. Well, it's like you were saying. It's like the oasis. It doesn't have a particular label to it. You know, it's like like you just said, abundance to each individual person is a different thing in and of itself. So, like, for you, it's kindness and? Service. And service. Kindness to who? Everyone. And service to who? Everyone. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on a good flow here. Already. Really beautiful. And, and I'd love as well because, like, I feel like the breakthrough also that came through last night and I feel like where abundance stems from is, like, first of all, what we seek to give to another, first we must give to ourselves. So, it's like kindness and service to ourselves. So much so that it overflows into the hearts of others. And it really does like start with yourself, you know? I'd love to ask you, Daku, my man, like what does that mean to you personally? And and I know obviously we've all been on this journey over the last year or two. I suppose what have been your breakthroughs around now shifting? I know you've shifted even careers currently and and shifting into a new path. So what does that mean for you, bro? Man... I've definitely shifted careers or let's call it jobs for that lack of a better term because through that whole experience, six months tops and I'm done. I'm like, okay, that was an experience. Didn't like it. Let's move on. And back, back, back to reason, I'm, I'm a big believer in, some people might not agree, but creating reason in no reason. There is no reason. Ultimately, I've come to the understanding through doing this work there's no reason, but life will be the reason that you give meaning to it, which comes back to kindness. You know, there's no reason, so what are we doing? And it's fine. You can sit there. You can sit in the no reason and make it all about yourself and say it's all good and I'm here and whatever, but then soon you'll fall into a bit of a rut and you'll be like, shit. And that's actually what happened to me a few years ago is there was no reason. I was... I. Before even coming into this world, I, I went into this hole. Depression, yeah, but even slightly deeper. Like, there's no reason. Everything I do, there's no meaning. What the hell am I doing? Yeah, I completely agree with you on that point, actually. I know that we had similar, let's say, situations that yeah, happened. Yeah. So, who was first? Well, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a race. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, no, I completely agree. It's You start working with, let's say, certain medicines and these medicines come into your life for good reason. And let's say that reason being that um, you're seeking more. You know what yeah. I mean? So let's say your psyche is going to a point where 
it goes through stages of depression and it goes through stages of let's say anxiety or angst and it's trying to find certain answers for what you think's going on mm -hmm. and through that process you go through different things like you know there's a saying many ways up the mountain mm -hmm. and as you go through the different stages of the many ways up the mountain you, go, you do meditation gym look after yourself but ultimately it starts to get to a point where you're like right what's that deeper thing that i'm seeking what's a deeper reason so then you take let's say well if i can say it openly yeah, you could course. take psychedelics right it gets you to a point where you get to the pinnacle mm -hmm. and it shows you something what does it show you well for me through my experience it shows me what the fuck are you actually doing man you're pretending to live this life that isn't actually ex in existence. Mm -hmm. And you're, you know, we've all, the, the, the most common shared commodity that we all have is time mm -hmm. and you're wasting it. You've only got so much and you're wasting it. What are you doing? I completely agree. And it's like, you, you said it beautifully. You said it's, you're living in existence, but what existence are you living? And that comes back beautifully to the fact that we're talking about abundance and it's, realizing that deeper reason of why you want to live abundantly mm. you know what i mean so when you get to the top of that mountain you realize you look around and you say well it's all me you know what i mean so for those of you listening well what does that mean so it basically means you get to the top of the mountain and it shows you that you are part of one being you could call it right well i don't want to use being the word because yeah. it's like it's, it's like it, one universal yeah, source it's one universal source and this one universal source is contained within each one of us and by realizing that fact your ego can take you for a little bit of a ride there for a minute and go what's the negative connotation sometimes even longer than a minute <laughs> <laughs> a couple of years <laughs> yeah, but no, it's beautiful it's, our brother brought through an awesome point yeah. there and it's like you look around and you go well what's the purpose if i am source everyone else is source then why even doing this existence but then it gets to a point where you go right so there's no reason if i look at it in a way that it's all me mm. but then i go from the point and i say right hold on a second let's let go of the ego mind and what it's telling me what's wrong and look from a point of view where it says okay what's the positive side well i pass the ball back like alan watts says in that song called dream <laughs> yeah. i pass the ball back and i say it's you it's you and i say i'm just an individual part of the source mm. so then from that fact you go wow okay so now all of a sudden i've got an unlimited amount of options to how i want to live my life but what's the most conducive one i want to live mm. do you agree 100 percent. it's like what um you know our community talks about which is like realizing your own personal legend mm -hmm. right and there's a great there's a great process carl jung talks about called individuation right which is like what you're talking about there is like where it's the conscious and the unconscious mind are marrying together it could be also the process of like alchemical marriage of like you know the, the left and right hemisphere coming into unison and or we're, we're integrating parts of ourself that may have been suppressed through, throughout time or through our childhood or whatever it is, right? And what it actually is, that process of you waking up to your individuated self in the part of the whole. So it's like looking at the cells in our body are us, right? Because they're a part of us, but they're also their own individual cell that play their specific role, right? So then... It's like you understanding, well, you're the cell in this huge source, yeah. right? And you p 
play a very specific role and that process of individuation or of knowing thyself is understanding the role that you play in this game <laughs> you know i agree completely yeah. and if i can yeah of course that as well as a big part of realizing your individual self is the encountering of the echo of self yeah. and it's realizing that the echo of self is actually your best friend yeah because it allows you to see separation between you and the source yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. it's like the echo of self is that thing that point of ourselves that is built from experiences and it's like well what am i if i'm not my past so looking at the past not in the way of it's a story but perhaps emotional content. That's right. Mm. Yep. You want to continue on that one a bit? Yeah, man, because most emotional content, that's, that's really what I established last night. It's such a powerful thing. I mean, you know, you go through these experiences in life, but you go through them for a reason. Mm. And it's your choice what you do with that. So, you know, for instance, like what popped up for me last night, it's like the experience of dad taking his own life. What can I do with that? Well, yeah, I neglected the let's say the negative side of it and the reality of dad's actually passed. It's quite a hard hitting thing, mm. but I was so focused on it's all good. It's happened for a reason. I can make something out of this, but having that flip side of the coin, it's like the emotional content. I'll be able to reach people who have gone through similar experiences, people that have undergone depression and anxiety. They will be able to hear me through my experience. And I think that you've said it so like fucking good man last night. It's like people can't understand something that, you know, you haven't gone through yourself. So emotional content is such a fucking powerful thing. And if you can alchemize, that's the severity of that situation that you went through. My God, turn that lead straight into gold, my brother. Yeah. Because fucking you can do it. It's beautiful how you brought alchemy into the fray as well. That <coughs> Excuse me. Because it's like, yeah, looking at that emotion and going, Right, so at the point of first encountering it, it's a very raw emotion. Mm. And it's like, well, it's, it's like looking at a stone, right? It's like, um, I'm sure everyone's heard of Freemasons before. So I'm a Freemason. The first thing you see when you go into a lodge is in the center of the room, there's this massive stone, right? And the first time you walk in, it's a raw stone. And then that's your first degree. And it's like, right, so you're just starting now, allowing yourself to start to feel different aspects of yourself because it's, it's, it's not perceivable yet, not being able to feel it yet. And as you start to grow through different ranks and you start to learn different things about alchemy, you start to go, right, allow myself to feel. Mm. And as I allow myself to feel, it goes into deeper levels and deeper levels. Each time you encounter it, it's like a next level mm. and it just keeps going through the roof. Then it gets to the point where you encounter it again and you can look at it in such a deep sense that you can allow someone else to feel it too mm. and that's when it's gold when you can actually share that potent energy mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah that's well put bro mm. so yeah that's what happened to you last night yeah, yeah yeah it was a big one so i think um you know i just want to touch on abundance as well man like back to the question the initial question is like abundance for me might be totally different to you and to you and to you so it's like actually establishing what does an abundant lifestyle look for me? What does an abundant lifestyle look for you? And it's only through that self-analysation of, okay, fuck yeah, we're going go-karting tonight, boys. Yeah. I love that shit, you know? Yeah. Like, I fucking love that. So let's do it. Why not? So, yeah, I think it's, it's all about establishing that inner kingdom, right? You know, like you use that analogy, man, like the inner kingdom, what's it look like?
Exactly. And and it's really beautiful because I feel like, you know, we even touched base on this last night and the demographic of people listening to this will be majority male, right? So, um, and there can be stigma around emotions and feeling emotions and crying as weak, right? But as, you know, you so rightly talk about, it ain't weak to speak and even last night, it ain't weak to feel, you know, and it ain't weak to feel emotions. And I personally felt that on my last ceremony as I, you know, logically I was trying to rationalize everything that was going on and, and, and similar, you know, looking at the positive, right? But without actually feeling the emotion that was present in that moment, you know, that needed to be released and felt, mm. you know? And then when I actually felt the emotion, I started wailing and crying for about 10 minutes. You know, my mom was there and she just held me and it, I was able to express and experience emotions that were suppressed. And I feel like the lightness I felt after that is the place that I feel my abundance is always birthed from, from that sense of lightness and from cleansing my body because, you know, we can look at it from a logical perspective, right? Everything is energy, right? So, the, so emotions are literally energy in motion, right? And if there's stuck energy, then we will continue to attract things on that vibrational frequency. So if we look at that, it is true strength to feel your emotions because you're actually going to create the life that you desire by feeling your emotions. And I feel like that's how you come to know thyself and know your personal legend because it's so funny through our emotions is where we understand more of who we are, you know? And it's, I suppose it's men utilizing that beautiful feminine energy that we all have within us to then receive the downloads to then use our let's say masculine or whatever male energy to take action and apply the downloads that we've received and i know for you personally as well daku like as well you know emotions have been coming up for yourself and how have you found that process for yourself very very crucial it's a it's a it's such a crucial part of it being a human being yeah to feel the emotions, but then more importantly, to express them. You know, being young gentlemen here, we've, and it, it comes from a long time ago where we've been brought up in a way where the male's strong. You know, you, you provide for the family. You don't show weakness. You don't break down. You know, you play rugby, you do MMA. You, you need to form yourself so that you can be, let's say, not dominated one day mm -hmm. and through that mindset or that perception of okay that's where i'm going that's who i need to be things happen to us and we sort of unconsciously become unaware of them and we suppress the emotions or we depress them so we become depressed mm -hmm. so for me you know even in our household emotion or crying crying is a big one for me that's such a powerful release or a purge you might call it to just express those emotions. Otherwise it comes out in different forms. Mm. Anger, greed, lust. You know, these emotions are sitting there and you're not dealing with it. So we're gonna go find something outside ourselves to let's say fill that, it's not a void, but fix that thing that we don't even know about. Is sitting so there. true. And then we, we fuck up. Yep. You do something that you regret. Or you do something to someone and you hurt someone, ultimately hurting yourself. That's right. Because the emotions hasn't been dealt with. So for me, big one, crying 
you know, actually being like just in a movie, you know, sitting in a movie, beautiful movie, something tragic happens or something mm. beautiful happens and just crying, you know, mm. it might even assist you to bring some stuck energy up yeah. and through that, pulling the layers off as we do in this work, you actually, it actually becomes a bit more raw, mm. you know, the emotions and the feelings become more in your face sort of thing. And in that way, it becomes easier to go through those emotions and shift them. And then at a point, and we're forever working on it, you won't get to the point, but in time, it'll just happen. You'll feel the emotion, you'll, like we would say, you would acknowledge it, the emotion, okay, and we'll discern it. What is this? Okay, it's that. Cool. Allow it in. Feel it. Go deep into it. Let it drive you nuts if it has to. And then you shift it, or you get rid of it. You say, okay, thank you, that served its purpose. Now you can go back into wherever you came from. I, I love what you said there. And like to simplify it as well for some of our viewers, because we do have some younger men as well listening. Yeah. It's like if you were to look at the timeline, it's it's as simple as this. And like you said, it's acknowledging, first of all, that something's going on for you. So like you said, us as men, we get brought up in a certain way. Well, most of us, I know me as a f- for a fact, and I know you gentlemen as well, that we have to be hard, like you said. And, and it's like, you know, a strong man doesn't cry or a strong man is strong for his family even through very hard circumstances. You know, it's like you've got to put on that mask. And the second that mask gets put on, it's like you're not being a true self. Mm. And then theref- therefore you can't feel, mm. right? So then coming back to simplifying it in a timeline sense, it's looking at it and going, right, so I'm feeling horrendous or I'm feeling some kind of pain or some kind of unfamiliarity because the heart has reason the mind cannot understand. So it's like encountering that, that um, thing from the first step, you go, right, Let's start with the timeline. It's like what happened in my childhood, let's say starting from one to seven, was when our brain as a young child is the most malleable. One to seven, what are the examples that were given to me from my parents? Dad specifically in the role now of a male, right? Mm. And going, well, dad was absent. Dad was always working. There was never that deeper nurturing fact. And therefore I look at dad and my, my subconscious goes and says, right, so then that means you need to be absent to yourself. Mm. You need to not nurture yourself. Mm. And then therefore that pattern carries on and strengthens every seven years. Mm. So by the time you hit 25, you're on the fourth revolution and it's like, fuck, losing that familiar sense of self of who I thought I was, but then where's the example of what to be now? Mm. And that example is what you're bringing up and you're bringing up and you and you it's like being an example of it ain't weak to speak and it's beautiful to cry and it's like the best thing in this whole planet is to feel your truest emotion and go uh go through the journey of let's say the hero's journey and realizing that well both masculine and feminine it's not necessarily male and female so then therefore that predisposition that was placed in my mind previously is an illusion the story I'm telling myself. Mm. So then realizing that story, very quickly you start to realize how silly it really is to be, I don't cry. Mm. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, and it's also like we have, we literally have the physical capability to cry. So why would that be there if we're not supposed to do it? Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. It's a natural part of who we are. I feel what's really, really beautiful here is that we're almost building a process right now. So it's almost like, I feel like I see what's happening is like, let's say the pathway to living abundance, right? I feel like we've uncovered, we could say step one, right? And this can be malleable to whatever way is for you. But 
would be like step one I feel was like really going in and cleansing and doing the internal work you know and it's like you're realizing your own personal legend through shifting and alchemizing your past into the present I completely agree with you and it's just funny because last night's session was about this yeah and then even before the podcast me and Daku here were sitting down and we're speaking just before you guys arrived and we found ourselves sharing deeper intimate things that we'd forgotten about Mm. and it's like often we get to the point where we're like that thing is so deep rooted into subconscious you don't even realize the effect it might have on you currently hey it's 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 awesome and it's like it's through once again it's like we were setting the intention before and like you said we we allow a certain amount of flow to come through and the the let's say the bigger overarching intent that was there was let's say community and service to one another and mm. it's through the community where we can start to go back voice what it is we're going through and therefore being heard mm. because oftentimes people just want to be heard, heard. Mm. It's like last night. It's a beautiful example. Yeah, man, and, and, it, and it was, you know, like just the ability to be able to, you know, go back to the experience and, you know, because even though it was only in my mind and I was speaking about it, there was that reminiscent of it, reminiscing of actually living in that experience and going, fuck me, there is stuff that's there and then they're just crying and the space that you guys held, you know, like just sitting there and, and letting my process unfold. And crying with you. Crying, <laughs> crying with me, you know. Yeah, bro, definitely. This stuff they don't teach in schools, you know. This stuff that they, they don't put in the doctrinal, you know, programs that we're, we're brought up. So it's like actually leading by example and going, yep, man, I cry. I fucking cry. And it is so beautiful to cry because, you know why? something's happening and it's happening for a good reason and so you know like just a a message for anyone listening as well is like if you do feel like there is that ability uh, within you that's preventing you from from crying like man allow yourself you know just allow it allow it to flow through because my god the release and the revelation i feel today yeah it's extraordinary just to be heard I feel it's beautiful. It's just, look at this brother already getting emotional. (laughs) It's because we feel you, you know what I mean? It's that what you went through, my brother, is a very big experience. And as to be sitting here and speaking how you're speaking now, it's revolutionary, man, really. And it's like sometimes we push and take action so much so that we don't realize how far we've come, you know? And it's like that's why talking about tools of abundance as well, in the previous session, I think we spoke about journaling. You know, it's like the power of recording what it is you're going through. And it's like, I know for me, for instance, it's why I started the new wave, right? Yes, to be in service, but also to document my travels and be like, well, how better to be... Well, it's like you look at it, it's like how... What's the only way that you can truly serve in this reality? You know, this game we call life on earth, right? So it's like the only real way to serve is by going through yourself and being the example of 100%. the change. Um, so what better way than to journal what as you go through? Because then it's like when you feel like that sense of stagnation comes up, it you can look at it and go, my God, look how far I've actually come. Mm. It's like part one of this, this podcast. You know, it's a year ago, you listened to the things we spoke about. And yes, it's awesome knowledge. But I know for myself, it was at the point where I knew it. 
Yeah. But yeah. I wasn't yet feeling it. That, and that's even what you talked about in my session where you were like, it's that embodiment piece. And I feel like that's what we're really now, we're, like we are living out abundance. You know, it is, it is that embodiment piece. Like it's through actually taking action and sitting on the mat and doing the work on herself consistently and also being in service to others that there's that embodiment piece and I feel like that is such a powerful place to come from as you said it's like it's one thing to know how to ride a bike but a whole nother thing to actually ride the fucking bike you know fucking loving what you're saying there (laughs) pardon my French (laughs) um it's it's like it's what keeps keeps coming out for me and I'm sure Darker can maybe express his feelings about this as well but it's like to understand the full picture or framework of what an abundant life is you need to be able to understand the opposite of what, what it is. Mm. It's like exactly when, when we're talking about the timeline, it's where you're going back and it's the emotional content of what you went through that allows you, so that deeper dark allows you to reach the highest high. Mm. So it's like looking at scarcity mindset versus abundance mindset. Mm. And it's like, like my brother, if you would mind to share, yeah, it's sure. like I know you're well-versed in this <laughs> field. <laughs> yeah. So like what would you say why is it so crucial for someone to acknowledge the fact that they might be in a, a scarcity mindset, you know, and like how to get out of it? Mm. I would say it definitely comes up in your, or it gets instilled in you from, let's say, a young age, where mom and dad might say, what are you doing? Money doesn't grow on trees. What do I look like? An ATM? You know, there's not enough. We don't have enough. We're, you know, mom and dad's working hard. 100%. Where, in, just on that note, in actual fact, the lack of money is the root of all evil. And money is just an energy. It's just a tool. You know, when we talk about an abundant life or lifestyle, it goes far beyond money. Money is the, money is the thing that you get at the end, ultimately. It's about, for me personally, abundant lifestyle is time freedom. Mm. Having time. Like I said, that's the one thing we all have the exact amount of time on. I don't know, some people pass earlier. But we all have 24 hours in a day. You know, what are you doing with those 24 hours? Are you living your life as if it was your last day? What if you don't wake up tomorrow? What will you think about how you lived your life up until that time? Will you be happy? Will you be fulfilled? Will you think that you have done as much as you could? Mm. So back to your question, how do you shift from that mindset Contrast. You need contrast in your life. How the hell would you even know what it feels like to be poor if, unless you haven't been there? Mm-hmm. And again, not just money. Time poor. You know, fixating yourself to a 70-inch screen, consuming your life away. Mm-hmm. Spending time scrolling on social media because that's what it's all about today is people putting something out there that they think others would want to see. And then back to what we said at the start, what I explained was living a, a false illusion or an expectation. You know, you've got this thing or this lifestyle that you crave for, but you're not living it, you're pretending. So how do you shift it? Well, you need to experience it first. You need to know what it feels like to not have enough time with your family, mm-hmm. to not have enough time with your partner or your friends. Otherwise, how are you going to know what it feels like to have that time and spend mm-hmm. beautiful moments like this? So experience, no one, everyone can tell you what to do. They can tell you what it feels like. They can tell you what they did, but you have absolutely no fucking clue unless you've done it. Mm. 
unless you feel it. And back to what you said, there's one thing knowing it, the formula or the secret, but until you actually experience it and feel it, can't talk about it, my man. Brother, that's awesome. If, if you mind me going on with it as well, yeah. perfect. So it's like, you know, I, I personally work with people from all different walks of life and old people, young people. So yes, quite fresh into the whole thing, but I've been doing it enough now to have seen exactly what you said there. And it's, that's how I deal with, uh, I often deal with very high ranking, let's say businessmen, right? And for them at that level of their game, they're very intellectual and that comes back to what you said as well it's like it's having all this knowledge but it can be so much that it's like where do you even begin you know what i mean so then exactly what you said my brother it's 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 acknowledging the fact that you are actually perfectly where you are and it's like what is an abundant life uh, lifestyle what is an abundant life look like well exactly where you are mm-hmm. 100% and it's like jordan says it's it's there's no one picture of what it looks like instead going right at what part of my hero's journey am I at now right so I'm in the hermit stage so then what's the hermit stage teaching me mm. the lack of friends yep. the lack of mm. a girlfriend or and also girl. like then what type of friends do you want exactly you right know? yeah so show them what you don't want so you know what you do want really? yeah Love it. yeah and it's like how better to know what kind of friends you want than to have had the friends that aren't yeah. ideal exactly so it's like right so there's one fact that i know we around the table know without a shadow of a doubt and is that as soon as you know what it is you want and you focus on that fact and you ask believe it you will receive it 100 percent. so that's a secret as you know however i feel as though there's one more step in there and it's the receive part is actually putting the one foot in front of the other Oh, yeah. Because without the action part, what was it Michelle said last night? Uh, a vision without action is a dream, mm. and a dream without a vision is a nightmare. Perfectly yeah. said. So, yeah, she fucking hit that nail right <laughs> on the head last night, man. So, so it's almost like a scarcity mindset then would be a nightmare yeah. because you are taking action, but to what means? Mm. Where are you going? That's, that's definitely, and I can say from experience, the last six months has been, where the fuck are you going? Why are you just on this hamster wheel of, right, I've got to get up at this time and I've got to go. But where the fuck am I going? I don't have a destination. I don't have that vision there that's clear, defined and, you know, manageable. On that point, it's like, it's like a GPS. You put in your destination where you want to go and you might know where you want to go but if you don't if you don't know where the gps doesn't know where you are there's no course yeah it's like being a ship out at sea without a compass so i think that's actually an awesome point to go on is actually seeing where you are now what are you busy with yeah we all know where we want to be one day we all know what the picture should look like but how are you going to get there I feel as though something really awesome to mention there as well is the fact that, um, n- n- not to bring in separation or anything now, um, just looking at it neutrally, whoever's listening to this. So there's two kinds of people on this planet, <clears throat> or at least at any point in time, they are going through one or the other thing. Mm-hmm. One is self-care, so it's can't love myself and I don't know why, and the other one's existential. Mm-hmm. So it's like we brought through the existential thing before, and it's, it's looking at it and going, right, so when it's self-love, 
what's the answer for self-love self-care self-care that's it so then looking at that point it's like well what's going on with me in the self-care senses right so what do i need to implement into my life to be able to afford myself the mental clarity to take action and set my inner compass properly mm. and then there's other people that are going through different facts so i know for a fact you've got a lot of people listening to this that might not even know that they're going through let's say an existential thing mm. and the biggest thing with let's say an existential thing is to allow it mm. I, I feel is the biggest thing is if you fight it it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse and it gets worse so what's the point i'm trying to make here well it's looking at the fact that to realize an abundant lifestyle or an abundant life is to realize that everything that's happened i know i've said this before as well everything that's happening to you is actually perfect but you're the one that's got to allow yourself to see it yeah. so then even with let's say the darkest of the dark moments that might happen to you right it's the biggest gifts oh my god man i was only reflecting on that uh today actually you know from one thing it's birth within me such this, such a driving force of you know impact that i never had before so if that situation, if that experience didn't happen, I don't know where I would be today. I may be at this table with you guys, or I may just be still in the army, slugging away, unhappy, unfulfilled, possibly. Another thing was, you know, even the financial side of things. So obviously when someone passes, you receive an inheritance. That has opened up a myriad of fucking doorways now i actually haven't really spent it too much on materialism but investing in myself coaches psychotherapies medicina experiences all that sort of stuff and you're absolutely right but that's where i got caught as well was i was so focused on that that i did neglect the flip side of the coin so last night being an example it was great to be able to go on that flip side of the coin have a safe space and go right let's have a look at the not so love and light side mm -hmm. and then having that contrast of right it is good yeah. now that i've sort of severed that and allowed it to happen mm. go through that pain now i can focus right it's not severing it but rather becoming one with it whole holy yeah. holy Both not holy yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm. it's realizing that that thing that you've been pushing away no matter how hard to look at is is actually such an intrinsic part and value of yourself and the gateway to what you're looking for yeah, yeah. exactly and it's also with things like that when people do let's say pass on like you'll be able to talk from this from experience i know i haven't encountered anything like that before in my life but then you start to i'm guessing because i've encountered a lot of people that i work with with similar things but they start to think about what comes after life oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah so then it is it is tying in with an abundant life set lifestyle because it's all about mindset yeah all of it so then you have to look at the fact that there are certain um uh, uh preset let's say settings to this realm that come and implicate um your being right so things like you will die you know you will go or at least this one will go so then um, the point I'm trying to make here is if you believe that you are the body, right, you'll suffer from birth to death. That's a known fact. So then what do, you, what do we do to get out of the mindset of 
oh fuck it's all happening to me i'm this body i just can't fucking get out of let's say all these things coming into my life dad passing you know let's say different things coming in being like fuck you low on money scarcity mindset comes in and very soon you're sitting in the oasis but you're so caught up in the pattern that you can't see it how do you get out of that you know i i think that you're right there it definitely starts with mindset but it's another thing about who's around you as well let's have a look around are there people feeding that going oh jordan it's okay and then keep on going in so how are you feeling today next day how you feeling your dad's passed that's so bad no got people around me that would give me the space and the time to go in there but also be like right man oasis that's your mission now bro you got it you know so it's like look around that self-awareness and that self-analysation of okay is this what i want do i want to be living in that scarcity mindset or do i want to be living in that abundance mindset and that initial choice i think is a fundamental place to start because once you make that fucking decision i don't know how the fuck it works and i'm not here to say that i've got it worked out but I've seen it, things just start magically falling away that are not in resonance anymore. Mm. And so from that point, I think that's a fantastic place to start, is just declaring from this moment, things are going to change for the better. Completely agree, my brother. If I'm speaking too much, slow me down. <laughs> love, not at all, Brian. I really love because it's this, it's the community vibe, right? And and uh, I love listening because I love coming into these as a student, you know, and and love learning. And I think that's the beautiful thing. And I really honour you all for what you bring forward here because it's so beautiful. Uh, and I and I really would love to bounce off what you're saying, bro, because I feel like it's so powerful. <clears throat> it's one thing to go the journey on your own but that can only get you so far and I feel and you know this is again as we're just talking from personal experience here and sharing just what's been true for us and we invite whoever's listening to really take what resonates with you um I would say yeah there's, there's a good reason why I continue to say together everyone achieves more because you know Again, we can only come to know ourselves so much by ourselves, which is so interesting, right? We're, we're built to be tribes and communities and we really brought that energy and that intention in here. And yeah, we've made obviously a real breakthrough understanding that first it's like doing the work on yourself, right? And maybe you're starting to feel this inspiration. And if you're listening to this and you resonate with this, then you definitely are feeling the inspiration for living an abundant life. You know, I like to talk about... Um, looking at your Excalibur, all right? Excalibur is like your soul's potential and Excalibur is the sword and the rock, all right? And now before King Arthur could wield Excalibur, he had to become the man or the woman, you know, queen, whatever, uh, capable of wielding that soul's potential. So life had to forge the individual into the person capable of wielding that power because with great power comes great responsibility all right and if we wielded it too early then we'd just be fucking you know and causing chaos right so um but as well it's realizing that 
having that support system around is so important. And if you feel like you want to get to a certain place, who are the people who are living a life that resonates to, for you, you know, to you? And then finding a way to get around them because you become the product of the five people you surround yourself with. Like I have come to know that so much myself and we unconsciously pick up on our environment, right? And that's why accountability and a team environment is so powerful because when you have a really strong team network where everyone, like what we are, all striving to be better, we're all being an example for one another and we gain inspiration and we see a blueprint in certain areas which we can gain inspiration from. So then that is naturally, you know, they talk about, you know, if you hang around five millionaires, you'll be the sixth one, right? If you hang around five poor people right you'll be the sixth one so i really feel that is also a really golden nugget for you talking about there is that in order to forge your excalibur it's surrounding people surround yourself with people who have already forged theirs and and that really brings that through and you talk about finding reason or you talk about um finding your own personal legend or what it means to you well it's first of all obviously committing to going into spheres where people are doing the work and and then doing the work on yourself in that sphere and then naturally the clarity will come online i really feel and i felt that so true for me and i'm still continuing to feel that like i'm still you know have my moments and you know and at the start of the year for me personally was really really challenging because i got to this point where i was like fuck i don't know what the next step is right but there were certain things i had to sit with the emotions of that and like deep down, I knew that there was like something new birthing, but my mind was like, fuck, I need to be going. Like I need to <laughs> be going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And that really came through. And um, yeah, and I feel like for me, what abundance is now is really realizing as you were talking about, man, like time and also ensuring that like, like I'm also doing things like for me and we talk a lot about doing the work on yourself and you know finding your mission and stuff and that is so powerful but also like just spending time with my family or you know sleeping in like i fucking love sleeping in you know like i really enjoy that and um and i really feel like again as as we were talking about that comes through trial and error you know and that comes through application you know there's there's no way you know when you learn to ride a bike you're gonna fall off a fucking few times you know I completely agree with what you're saying and it's a very awesome topic and I feel like all four of us have said it kind of like like kind of just slightly differently yeah. but I feel you hit it on the head same with you now it's it's that safe sacred setting yeah. it's that environment which you create for yourself with the community that you surround yourself with with healthy boundaries you know first of all finding those like in mind individuals and that's where let's say from my aspect, from my personal experiences where those virtues really do shine through. Mm. And it's like, you know, it's, it's through being able to speak my truth with friends like you guys, you know, it's like, this is what I'm feeling. This is what's going on for me from that fact, bro, it's happening to me too. Mm. You know, it's like, wow, I'm understood. Like uh, they hear me mm. now I'm acknowledged not only by myself, but by peers as well mm. and, and good friends. And it's from that fact then that you can start to look at, well, how can I improve this then? Mm. So now, first of all, I don't have anyone that is affecting my big heart mm -hmm. because most of us here are big empaths, right? Mm. So now we go, right, so my heart is so open and I've started letting go of so much 
but now there might be some um, negative energies coming in and going and starting putting me in a different pattern and going, right, think about this one, Shane. Think about this one. And then you sit in that one and it's like, right. So don't know what's going on with me, but it's really something someone said to you about how you should be living your life or, or what could be happening to you. But then, yeah, realizing that when you have community of like in mind individuals, that space is there for you where you can be yourself, where they don't advise you on how to live your life mm-hmm. or tell you what it is you should be doing. Because mm-hmm. that's how, let's say, our civilization have come to the certain point that it is at now. And so many people have problems with, let's say, abundant mindset and scarcity mindset because we have been taught that we need to straight out of school, right, get a mortgage, get a car, get heaps of debt and pay it off the rest of your life. And by the time you're 60, you wake up and you go, well, fuck. It's like I've been doing all this my whole life to get to the point now where I realize the one most important thing and it's time with you. You know what I mean? And realizing that it's all actually happening and that's where the existential thing comes in. But when you realize it, you're like, wow, really at the beginning there was nothing, you know? Nothing beyond what we can comprehend. Like I think of nothing, I think a whiteboard or a blackboard or something. But it's like beyond what we can think and it's just pure consciousness witnessing consciousness and then out of that goes everything. It's like how the fuck's it happening? And just like that, you can realise it's happening. And I want to chuck in there as well. There was a great exercise that you brought into the youth camp, bro, and it's something that anybody can do, was writing down five people that you admire because what you're seeing in them is actually instinctively in you. So when I wrote those five people down, I was like, right, what are the characteristics and traits of these people that I admire? Because that is almost showing me part of the path of where I'm going. I might be a builder, but then for some reason, I'm drawn to Alan Watts. Alan Watts is not a builder. He's a man that can use words in such a way that pierces the heart, pierces the soul. So now I can sort of deter off that way. So that was a great tool, man. And that was a very powerful thing. And it's like, it's helped me actually navigate. So anyone listening to that, that's a great tool to start as well. You know, just have a look at people that you admire, see the traits and and then start to formulate your own personal legend. 100% bro, because it's like even what talking about here, you know, that there is no separation at the core. So we are only ever seeing ourselves through our own lens and perception because so yeah those five people are reflecting back to you what you resonate with so those people offer you golden nuggets Mm -hmm. to see or like a blueprint for you to follow you know like for me it was Aubrey Marcus Tony Robbins um I think you know Fleur uh and I think uh a few other people in there I can't remember the others right and like what stands out them was like it's usually like courage or or leadership and all these certain qualities right and the most beautiful exercise in that moment the most beautiful realization i ever did is i always projected those qualities outside of myself so like seeing them and other people but never gave myself the recognition that that was within me you know um and that is such a beautiful exercise for that exact reason because you get to see yourself and go 
And of course, you can look at it and then looking at both angles. Also, what we see in others that we don't like is also us, right? So that's also honest as well, seeing it wholly. Um, but really gaining clarity and then you can break it down and go, okay, well, what are these people doing? You know, how do they show up in their career? What does their brand look like? You know, and then, you know, I've definitely mirrored a lot of my brand off of Aubrey Marcus, right? And the way he does things, you know, because I really, really resonate with that. So, um, yeah, I feel that is a beautiful exercise for sure, bro. Yeah. Oh, and I just loved one more thing. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, it just came through and I love what you're talking about refraining from offering advice right there's a process people there's a running joke with two of my mates um Declan and Gray Bala and they'll say they'll cut they run a joke they'd be like that they'll come up to me and go hey man how's your day and then that I would respond with well man if I was to ask you the same question what would you say to me right so like reflecting back coming back to their own innate wisdom because it's like when someone asks me what should they do I'd say well if I was to come to you with the same question what would you say to me and they're giving themselves the advice, right? So That's so cool. It's like it's like what we talked about with passing the ball as well. Like Alan Watts says, yeah, man. It's like taking the spotlight off yourself yeah. essentially, and from that fact, it's like remove the small eye, and your problem's gone. Yeah. So have have you spoken about the small eye on your channel before? Not not deeply, bro. Yeah, but I'd love to go there. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so you're fine with me taking. Go ahead, bro. Yeah. So the small eye. What would be the easiest way to start this one? Would you say? You can vaguely put it and say you make it all about yourself, and you're the victim in your story, and everything's happening to you, and you don't know what's going on, and you're blaming everyone. Yes. Vaguely put. (laughs) (laughs) It seems. I don't want to be rude, but um, you know that's that's. That's the truth. Throw the mic on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) You're speaking the truth. It's like the small eye is that part of self, which yes, we are an individual within, let's say the bigger scheme of things. And we are experiencing ourselves and you're experiencing yourself. And I can see you from here to there, but then going and saying, I have a problem. I think of judgment or I think that person thinks something of me. So who's the one that's sitting with the thought? Well, it's you. So then the biggest scheme of things, the small eyes, that part of yourself that sees separation. So there'll always be a sense of separation, but it's finding, let's say, that balanced part of it where it's conducive to, let's say, still living. You know what I mean? So there will always be something to figure out, right? So it's like, like we like to say, it's imagine if this is like a game, right? Imagine. Um, <laughs> then you have um, you have all kinds of digits from... Being born, let's say that's the one, all the way to 10. And 10-0 would be your death day. So then comes the point where as you go through the hero's journey, you go two, three, four, five, six, up until the point where you hit nine. So nine would be, for lack of a better word here, that disassociating from the familiar sense of self and starting to find out who it is you really are. So then you start to encounter, let's say, what would be the example? So the negative talk. So that negative talk going... I have a problem. I can't figure this out. No matter what I do, no matter what tools I use, even with like-minded individuals, I still keep going back on my story. Well, you're making it about yourself. So then therefore give the energy to Jordan. Give the energy to Darren. Then very shortly, I'm speaking about, well, speaking with this guy and this, this guy and this guy about events and not about other people or about myself. So therefore the energy goes and disappears. Mm -hmm. 
So what do we do then if we find ourselves in hermit stage and you're in your room by yourself? <laughs> well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because again, I'd love to hear your lad's perspectives as well. I suppose it's interesting, isn't it? Because you have to go through that stage where you're shifting that energy, mm. right? And you have to sit with it because you have to come to know what it is before. Because if you keep exerting your energy out on other you can be also neglecting what's going on in yourself, you know, which is interesting. So, but also I feel, yeah, I feel that really comes through by surrounding yourself in that community because you're making about other people, but you're also in that space where you can shift whatever's going on for you. Yes. Yeah. And that's coming back to what Daku said. Yeah. So it's the acknowledging what it is. Yeah. So when you are by yourself and there's not that, let's say, that option to be taking the spotlight off yourself and passing the ball, acknowledging that I feel something. It's taking me for a ride. I don't have to know yet what it is. So after I've acknowledged it's there, I can start to discern. So discerning is different for everyone. So some people, let's say, would like to go on the timeline and they would go, well, last week my mum said to me that I need to be letting something go, right? And it's like, right, well is that really what my truest self is feeling? So then instantly I've acknowledged, discerned, and now I'm feeling. So then, well, no, it's not what I'm actually going through. That's someone else's perspective that is allowing me to be sitting in the small eye mm -hmm. and making it about me. Like, fucking, where do I go from here? Mm -hmm. So then in acknowledging my truest essence and going, no, I'm just going through something where I'm shifting the energy now to become completely whole again and merge with that fact of myself to become, let's say, that one that will take the action now because I'm learning from a lesson that happened to me instead of stagnating. Mm. So I feel as though, yeah, that small eye is a sense of stagnation and to be living an abundant life is really to just allow yourself to feel. Mm. So that's the small eye in a nutshell. Mm. I feel. That's my, that's my experience. There's the short version, there's the longer version. Yeah. <laughs> and through that feeling the emotions and actually getting those layers off, it's a freeing feeling. And feeling free, I would say, is abundant freedom. You know, if you've got all these layers on you and you're taking all these things in, oh, this happened, she said that, he did this, and you suppress it and you don't know what to do with it, you're putting these barriers or safeguards around you so it doesn't happen again. And then you become more and more entrapped in let's say your own mind really mm. so back to well all your points i feel like the brotherhood or the connection or just true friends sitting around you holding space for you to go through something or on the flip side having so much love for that person to say hey bro sort your shit out yeah. you know why you're doing that i know what your mission is i know what you want to do mm. i know your goals i know what you stand for this isn't going to help you having that accountability, but from a place of love, not saying, oh, but you did this and you did that, because you're going through it as well. So for anyone sitting in something and they don't know what to do with it, they're like, oh, why has this happened? You know, what? why is this happening? It's experience. You have to experience it to, to grow, you know, and everything, you know, everything happens for a reason. I know it's a cliche thing to say, but how do we know that? Because it happened. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's destiny. Peter Crime 101. That's so good, man. <laughs> and I believe it. Yes. I fully believe it. 
hundred percent pro. That's beautiful. I feel as though a, a key thing you mentioned there as well was not putting labels on things. So it's like, you know, it's, it's through what happens to us that we can create a certain box to go into and we place yeah. ourselves there and then we sit in that box and it's like, I am this or I am that. So like, um, what would be an example of a box then? Well, the male thing that we spoke about, mm-hmm. it's like, I got to be like this. So it's like realizing that that box is a man-made thing. And it's like, yes, it started somewhere. I don't have to connect the dots and say it was my great uncle mm. from World War II um, because of all his fears and things like that. He pushed the energy through on my dad and my dad pushed it out on, let's say, me. But instead going and acknowledging it and going, right, it stops with me. Yeah, yeah that's responsibility. Yes. Yeah. Because otherwise, so acknowledging it and going, right, it is a box but now how do I change it? So I see it. So now I focus on what it is I do want. And therefore I start to let go of all labels, mm-hmm. hence Oasis, which is no labels, mm-hmm. which I love that you're creating now. Oh, so you're going to stick with Oasis. Oh, bro. <laughs> Did you see the celebration last night in my fucking, yeah. Making sure before I say anything <laughs> no, about man, it. Absolutely. But I love what you're starting particularly as well. And it's like, it's what you do as well. It's like you are working essentially with you, with the people that will come in and then you the same. And it's like, I love on a deeper sense who you're going to work with as well. It's because those people that are stuck in that, let's say, state of mind of depression, you know, the the depressed feelings. And it's just, it's, it's too hard to look at those emotions. And it is. You know, none of us can deny that fact. But showing them by your example is like, hello, all the policemen, you know, it's like I'm standing here. I'm experiencing exactly what you are right now. And this is how I found that I can shift the energy. And just from that, my brother, people will go home after their work day, after seeing, let's say, a corpse, God forbid, and be able to look at it from a point of view and say, for the best. You know what I mean? Oh man, fucking so well put. And and the thing is as well, like something that I've realised is for so long I was thinking, fuck, I've got to find a way to reach everybody. I've got to touch the hearts of every single person I speak to. But then I realised, my goodness, what a box that is. Because not everybody's going to hear me. Not everybody's going to resonate with me. And now my sole purpose is just to be able to abundantly be myself express myself, express what things that I want to create, knowing that maybe just one person needed to hear that. Mm. Maybe that out of the 100 police officers that are going to be at that spe- uh, that presentation that I'll give, maybe only one of them is going to walk away going, oh my God, I've really got to reanalyse mm-hmm. my self-care routine. Because I'm not going there to preach, but I'm going there as a man with a story, as we all do, mm-hmm. and offering pieces of my experience that have helped me overcome i fully agree with what you said there is if it can just do that reach that one person and you will change one world that person has a family they've got children they've got parents they've got friends they've got lovers you will change one world and there's people out there that are sitting with these things and they, they don't know what to do with it yeah man you said that last night so well too it's, it then becomes depressed because we go back to work and everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone's got the same mindset, the same complaint or life shit. I hate my job. I hate my life. The wife's this, the wife's that, husband, whatever. 
but it's because those stuck emotions are, are there and they haven't dealt with it. And then we know this, but ultimately your surrounding becomes you. That's it. You know, they call it epigenetics. If you just think of it logically, humans, as humans, we evolve. So let's say you're stuck in a, not stuck, let's say you're in a workplace or in a friend group or whatever. Your body will be accustomed to that and evolve to suit those conditions. It's a fact. You can have the best mindset, you can say the most beautiful affirmations, but you will adapt to what's going around on around you. And that's the thing too, it's not always on a conscious level. No. Things are happening in the background that, you know, this is why I don't know too much about the brain and the mind on how the conscious mind works, the subconscious mind works, but, you know, if the uh, subconscious mind is 30,000 times stronger, then, my goodness, what's going on in there, that might actually be causing implications, so. Well, man, it, it's beautiful as well because, you know, Cohen Ray, Cohen Ray talks about this where herd mentality all right so like through times we've evolved in communities we can all collectively agree and history can show that because we also know it to be true that we have a need a need to be in communities and there's a sense of safety and security it brings right now in ancient times we all get into certain tribes or whatever whether it's through school and we build this mentality right and we can all i know for me and i'm sure a lot of people can resonate as well and especially for the younger lads one of the hardest things is shifting out of the mentality of the school environment and actually showing up as your truest self because in ancient times if you acted differently from the tribe you would be casted out which meant loneliness and worse death right because you're alone so that is inherently built in in our primal brain all right so that that is a part of who we are now obviously through creating that safety within yourself and finding a community that like-minded is what you're talking about you then shift away from that mentality into a new one right and that's why i feel you know we match and mirror as you're talking about to our environment and we grow and expand so I feel like that's where the honesty comes in and I'd say, you know, I've been, I've definitely been in the position, you know, where I haven't been in a conducive environment and I could really see how it had an impact on how I showed up in my reality and now I can just say from my personal perspective, being in the most beautiful community that I could have ever imagined and ever dreamed of, like it is incredible to me and I'm so grateful um, to co-create that and be a part of that co-creation with you all that the impact that has is beyond measure you know and the safety and security that brings in myself I feel I can create an abundant life I can create anything because I feel like I have those shoulders I feel like I'm safe and I'm heard and I can be who I want to be and that I have people around and networks around that I never thought I could even imagine of having, you know, who are providing me tools when needed and providing me assistance, you know? So it's just like, yeah, and I really feel that does ring true. If you make the decision on yourself, you know, you will create the reality that you want. Like that is a fucking 100% given, right? But it comes down to that personal choice within yourself. And we all have to make that choice every single day to focus on what we want, you know? I agree. And it's like, if I can bring through my story yeah. <laughs> yeah, or my emotional content, perhaps, um, it's like, 
fresh out of school, you are still, let's say, with the school friends. And because of the molding from school, you know, you smoke pot, you go drinking Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Monday, you wake up, you go to work till Thursday night, bug it, wake up, drink that weekend again. And then where's the time for, let's say, following your dreams? You know what I mean? And it's like, you don't even know what you don't know at that point. And it's like, what is happening for me? And it's like, this is why it's beautiful. It's like, what we're doing is we're shedding light on so many different aspects. And I feel to like, bring it all in like this is it's simply acknowledging the fact that where you are is not conducive to your growth, Mm. right? And it's like, as soon as just the point of acknowledging it, the whole universe starts to conspire in your favor and say, right, so you're not happy with this. And then you go, no, I'm not. And then it starts to push you forward. Then Mm. you go through different experiences and you start to learn more about yourself. And it gets to the point where there comes a leap. Mm. And I'm sure you guys are well-versed with the leap as well we all have to take the leap where we say to the universe, yes, okay, this is what I want. So my leap looked, uh, for me at the time, looked vicious. And I look back at it now, I'm like, fuck, it was nothing compared to what some people go through. But this one can make it very big. You know what I mean? So like for me, for instance, to give an example for the people watching, I was in a relationship with a lady. We had two cars together, you know, a son together. We were going to buy a house. We were going to get married, all those kinds of things. And then came the point where I was like, fuck, it's just not, it's not filling, let's say, that deeper void. Mm -hmm. And it's because everything that happened to that point was a different person creating that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's the expectations that I'd set myself from my childhood that, and my friends that I was surrounding myself with that said, this is what life looks like, Shane. This is what it looks like. See? Now create that for yourself. You need a job. You need to make money to be able to pay to when you're 86 years old be able to look back and say i had 15 years of actually living my life right so then going beautiful i'm letting go now i don't know what my end goal is going to look like but i know one thing i want to be happy and then it just starts for you Mm. so like for me that leap was letting go completely and in the letting go you it might get harder first because it's seemingly getting harder but then as you go through, let's say, it's scarcity mindset, and it's like, fuck, am I actually okay here? So just my, my story now, um, going through that, you start to realize, wow, wow, it is actually happening for me. And then as you start to believe it more and more and more and more, it gets to the point where it's like, kind of starts getting scary. You know, it's like, okay, what can I ask for? You ask for it, and then it happens. But you don't ask out of a place of, let's say, necessity or... Yeah. I have to have this or at the detriment to someone else. You ask for it from a place of, for us all, let's do this. And it happens. It's like this podcast, a beautiful example, right? We're like, we are going to do this podcast. Yes, we created it, but something else as well allowed for us to be here. Mm. You know, the weather could have gone wrong. Mm. You know, the asteroid could have hit the planet. I don't know, (laughs) something. But then we created it by going, focusing on what it is I do want. And it happened. Mm. So what was the point I was making there? I forgot. No, but it's... No, but it's yeah, because you were tying back into... Well, it's like creating your own reality that what you desire can come into fruition. The leap, yeah. yeah, the leap. An abundant lifestyle. An, an abundant lifestyle is all about mindset and allowing your truest self to be felt. Yeah. Again, that is exactly as you guys said in the start, is abundant or wealth is different for everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
people out there that are working nine till five, making a lot of money, and they feel abundant. That's perfectly That's fine. It. Yeah. And they chose it. Yes. So for you, as you were saying, for you to create your abundant lifestyle, you need to see what you want. Clearly, I want that. If it looks like that, then that's what you're going to get. If you're happy with what you're doing and things are going on around you and it's not conducive, but you feel abundant and you think that's it, that's what you're going to get. But abundance is different for everyone. And then creating exactly your abundant lifestyle from a place of acknowledgement. Am I where I'm supposed to be? Is this going to lead me the most conducive way to where I want to be? There's many roads up the mountain, but there's most certainly one that will serve you best. And I guess that's what we're all doing, continuously working on ourselves, becoming the better version of ourselves to, along the journey, enjoy the journey, but help everyone around you and make an impact on everyone that you touch. Not physically, but <laughs> around you, you know, your words may touch. I feel that is awesome because it's like to a certain extent you have to make it about yourself. Yeah. And there's also a fine line, isn't there? Yeah, it's, it's, well, it's like that saying like, well, it's service to self and service to other and then choosing the middle path knowing that they're both kind of intertwined with one another. Yeah. Like, um, so I, I'm sure a lot of the people watching have encountered, let's say, esoteric work before, but what you're saying there, it's Boaz and Yachin. And then you have to, let's say, the middle path. So this is the tree of life now. So it's like you start off at the very bottom, once again, it's experiences that you've had. And then as you come to, let's say, you start going into Earth 2.0, which is now creating the life that you want, you have two choices. Well, you've got three choices. One choice, service to self, and the other choice, service to other. So what does that look like? Well, service to self is full narcissistic tendency. So it's like, well, what it is I think is right it's my way or the highway and then the other one is complete complete people pleasing so it's like well what do you want what do you want what do you want well then comes a point where you have to ask yourself well i have to make it about myself and also about you so that's the middle path Mm -hmm. which we call the mercurial edge Mm -hmm. which is the rocky road (laughs) and it it, like intertwines it really does and i'm really conscious because we're going to be heading off for some go-karting um so and i'm and a, yeah, that's it and really bring, yeah, can't forget mr harper he got five missed calls from him um beautiful so yeah i really would love to kind of i guess culminate what we've what we've really brought forward here right? like uh yeah suppose like we really broke down i guess starting off with like doing the work on yourself like really committing to knowing that well my internal reality has a huge impact on the external reality right logical aspect if you feel terrible your actions aren't going to display what you want right so cleansing the internal self will then cleanse the perspective you have on the world and you will show up in a greater capacity and take more aligned actions to what you want because you'll start to see what you want because you've cleansed your perception of what you don't want, right? So that's a very logical way of looking at it, right? So 
what would be then some horizons? So that's obviously what we came through here. And then we'll go around and colorize a sort of map whoever okay. listens to this. Yeah. Uh, you want me to start? Yeah. Okay. So um, what have I basically um, been saying? So from my perspective, it's, it's structure yeah. to the point where you start to allow flow. So, um, how do I put this? So, structure in, in so it's acknowledging you, you have a truth, an own individual truth that might be completely different to everyone else's, but it's your truth. Mm. So, acknowledging that aspect of yourself and then being just to yourself and going, right, I do deserve to follow that truth because I'm here and it's happening for me. So, then self-care comes into place where it's, self-care and the way to follow that dream by putting into structure how can i make it happen mm -hmm. and then as you follow that structure not being regimented to the point where you start to block off other let's say things to come in and open doors that perhaps you never would have seen but allowing that certain amount of flow in for the let's say those moments of complete awe to happen you know so from my side then it's 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 Follow what it is you feel is right. Mm -hmm. and, and on that path, on that Euro's journey, you will find your oasis. <laughs> and, and, and that's it. It's, no one can do it for you. No one can tell you where to go, where to get it. Instead, you have to find it for yourself. Yeah. And when, when you find it, it'll be perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Stole my fucking words, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think for a lot of young men or ladies as well listening to this or watching this is actually starting to see where you are right now. No, whether you're in school, in a workplace, in university, who's, who's, who's impacting your life? Start there. Who's impacting your life? Look at what's happening for you but around you. Is this group of people or this environment going to serve you best to where you want to be? You know, in school we might have these groups of friends, but at the end of the day when everyone graduates, everyone's going their separate ways. And you're going to be not stuck, but you're going to be doing what you were doing in school, whatever that might be. And through that, I want to say, look at your diet. Not what you eat, that's that as well, but what you feed your mind. You know, it's so easy to access things today. You can access anything on your phone today. The type of music you listen to, what are the words actually saying? Like you said, the subconscious is in retrospect or in perspective 30,000 times stronger than the conscious mind. So what are those words actually saying in that cool song or that song that makes you feel a bit strange? Now look at the words because it's going to sit there. What are you watching? Now what are you taking in? Because that's what you're going to see. That's what you're going to come out with. So actually looking at where you are and what are you, who's impacting you so that you can better unfold the layers and become a let's say a more pure version of who you truly are intrinsically so that you can have an impact on other people but the impact that you want to see what do you want to live with or how do you want to live and give that out exclude that energy you want an abundant lifestyle what does that look like well it might look like you're happy every day spread the happiness it might be kindness or generosity give 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 it'll come back to you more than a thousand ways that you can even think about but for me, the important one is start now. Where are you? Where are you? What's serving you? What can you change? What can you better? Because at the end of the day, you will be 
and become exactly who you want to become. And it's up to you. I love it. Give what you want to receive. Love it. It's beautiful, bro. Yeah, man. Well, fuck, it's hard to top those ones. I mean, you said something before, man. I've, I've heard it before. The heart speaks what the mind can't comprehend. So it's like actually... The only thing that I'll say is is just that pure self-awareness. What do I want? You know, if my mum quit her job to pursue uh, her passion for tarot cards and writing a screenplay. She's 46. You know, she's, she's climbing the ladder a little bit, you know, but she's gone after it. And there was that distinct moment where she's like, no, nah, I'm not happy with where I am. So now it's time to change. So I think that's a great place to be, is she had enough self-awareness and anybody with the self-awareness can do that, mm. is just knowing where you are mm. and taking the fucking leap. It's going that. I want something different. And this is exactly what we said on the last podcast because it's coming out of my mouth again. So, <laughs> yeah, just self-awareness about where you are and where you want to go. Oh, bro. Okay, beautiful. And I'll finish off with... Um, bit of inspiritus um you know what if you were the hero of your own story like what if you were just feeling that in the moment and that you can forge your excalibur you can live the life that you desire so the hero wonder the hero wanders the hero stumbles the hero falls but eventually the hero comes back with the gift to share with his people and you are that fucking hero Oh, so thank you, brothers. Thank you. Thank you for this beautiful podcast. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, that was beautiful. And um, yeah, I'll link obviously all the social media handles below for these guys. If you feel like you really resonate with the message and you want to reach out, feel free to do so. Um, And yeah, I'm sure we'll be back again for another podcast. <laughs> so uh to anyone listening thank you so much for tuning in go and have a beautiful life and um we'll see you on the next one peace out